0: You're about to listen to an Audible original. Audible produces immersive audio entertainment like you've never heard before. Enjoy the ride.
1: Yo, you are now listening to In The Cut with Ghetto Gatto. Gastro. Yeah! You know the vibes, you know the vibes. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, L.E.S., man, with the finesse.
2: I'm Pierre Siro, Wagwan. Yo, what this is John Gray, a.k.a. The Dishwasher.
1: Movie <laughs> Zuby Twerk and jerk Jerk and twerk On this episode We're giving you the rundown On the iconic jerk We got our guy Harlem Zone Culture icon Asap Ferg A.K.A. the man Dropping bangers Like Shabba Trap Lord Green Juice New Level We're talking with him About his experience With jerk While growing up Uptown In the Trinidadian family And traveling to the islands
3: it tastes like they might have marinated the chicken overnight. Cause they were just they kept bringing chickens out, like half chickens, whole chickens, and just busting the chickens down.
0: We'll also give you some insights on how to twerk and jerk in your own kitchen, your dig.
1: And we like and we like to use that muscovado sugar because it has a more richness and earthiness to it. And we like to play with the complexities and layering these flavors to this to this twerk and jerk. So P, break it down for the folks. What's the science on the jerk technique?
0: Alright, well, by definition, jerk is a style of cooking that's native to Jamaica where like the, the meat is rubbed or well-marinated in a hot spice called Jamaican jerk spice. Typically, the main ingredients include stuff like allspice, scotch bonnet peppers, pimento wood, and you actually have to cook for it to be real jerk. You gotta cook over that pimento wood. You already know the vibes, Les.
1: But Maroons were a a group of uh, free Africans, right? They were enslaved at one point. They were brought to Jamaica, and um, they they formed their own communities. And what happened was, you know, when they escaped and they formed their communities up in the
0: mountains, Jerk was formed because... It's a form of barbecue, barbacoa. Underground. Underground, right. Barbecue, barbacoa, which is the Spanish word for barbecue, which is originated by the Taino people. But it evolved into jerk. And when the Maroons were up in the mountains, basically what they did was they would cover their food while they were smoking it and cooking it over open fire and over the, the allspice. They would cover it so that the smoke... The smoke wouldn't give away where the location, they were, their, they their keep, location they where they were. They stay were.
2: stealthy and wealthy, you right. feel me?
1: And um, before they had refrigeration, before we had refrigeration, we had to dry our foods out, which comes from charqui. It's a Spanish word for dried meat, so the jerk was actually a, pres- a preservation technique. So the jerk is an evolution of, of barbacoa,
0: of barbecue, of the Tainos mixed with the, the seasoning and the spices and the ingenuity of the Maroons who were who were cooking food, but also being able to stay stealth and hide in the mountains without getting, you know, without getting. And up, correct me location.
2: if I'm wrong, but Tainos were on the island of Jamaica, Jamaica, too. Right? Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all connecting. It's all, all connecting. It's, it's like the, the Afro indigenous collaborations that have been feeding many 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 nations. The heavy
1: Caribbean diaspora influence is uh is a is a huge part of the, the the jerk.
0: But John, for you growing up, how did you experience jerk?
2: I remember back in the days growing up in the Bronx, you got the jerk center which was on Gun Hill and Burke Avenue. You always just see billows of smoke coming from this little triangle joint. And now right now there's crazy jerk spots in Mount Vernon. You got Fishing Ting on B Road, mm. shout out to Peppers on Flatbush in Brooklyn, you know what I'm talking about. So, so yeah, you just think of these communities like these, the vibrant culture, Eastern Parkway, Brooklyn, you know, carnival season is going off late night after the club, you want something, some straight... You want some straight protein, you know, to feed the vest. It's going to be a vibe.
1: When you in a smoke barrel, that's a vibe. Like, it's music playing. It's, the, you know, the OGs are out there. They playing Barrington Levy. They playing Sizzler. They playing, they playing Bounty. You know what I'm saying? They playing some Bob Marley. It's a vibe. Like, it's it's, it's communal.
0: And, John, like, when you go in, like, what's your order?
2: I'm definitely getting... The rice and peas. Extra gravy on my rice and peas. I'm asking for the oxtail gravy on the rice and Mm. the jerk chicken on top. I you do curry. Know. I
0: do. I do curry gravy myself. Cause I. I don't, I'm not doing the oxtail right now. But I feel you on the oxtail. That the oxtail gravy be heavy. Yeah, in right. Facts,
1: heavy on the vegetable, the cabbage, the carrots. You know what I'm saying? The the, the, the peas, scotch bonnet, the, peas. Yep. the scotch bonnet, the sliced escovitch onions and peppers inside of there. I want. I want some of the peppers and onions from the escovitch in my shit too, man. On the side too, man. I want some slices of bread. If you got cocoa bread, throw some cocoa bread in there for me. I don't want regular bread. I want cocoa bread. Coconut rice and peas. You feel me? With you gotta get gravy, that hard
2: dough, man. man. And give me
1: and get and give me a, working hard. For and dumb. give me a coke and give me a cola champagne. Man. A cola champagne uh, for to, the d- pain. To add it off, give me a cola champagne. And you know what? Throw me a ginger beer. In I was gonna son. say the ginger, the ginger beer, beer adds that extra spice. I want the ginger. Like I want, the ginger, the, I want the ginger beer in there as well for the cherry on the top, be.
0: Yeah, that's facts. But I'm also interested in hearing what our friend and guest. Uptown's own ASAP Ferg has to say about Jerk. Let's tap in.
3: So, so Ferg, talk a little bit about how you know the GG Gang. All right, so um, Ferg, gonna check in. I met I met John at Denim Library because he was doing clothes at the time. I just thought he was like at the at the time he was like a mystery. I thought he was like an old, an old white European dude that was like doing like fancy clothes, and uh. He, he was this young kid that was striving and doing his thing and ahead of the curve before like everybody was entering fashion. And it was like a dope thing to look up to as a, a, a younger dude. So um, when I found out that he was doing the cooking thing, I was like, Oh, see, he he's ahead of the curve again. I think since my father passed away when I was like 17, I kind of always grew up looking up to like male figures that was like doing things and, just leading by example, because we didn't really, we didn't, we we had like a bunch of drug dealers in the hood and all of that stuff. And I kind of grew out of the whole, like reading the feds magazine and getting inspired by Richard Porter and like Alpo. I had to see another black person that was doing something that I could relate to that was outside of the streets. Yeah. Yeah. I know how it is. And then I have a pops growing up. My pops passed when I was like three, man. So like, I know how it
1: is to like, to look up to older to just to look up the older dudes and like you know fill that void yeah. and but you know well my vo- my void my void was like being original too and right. standing out in my own crew you right. know so i started to really rock with the food like that because nobody was doing it like everybody else wanted to be like somebody else on the block i didn't yeah. want to be really be like nobody on the block so i started to play around with like different how to make different jerks and how to finesse like a you know make a different bread like a roti Mm. you know what i'm saying nice and flaky so like my question was like growing up in your crib and i know you have a trinidadian background so it was like was 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 mom's busting the upshot rotis or like was she doing like non was she baking like or who was like who was influencing your palate
3: so my stepdad was the one always making the rotis because he's he's from trinidad he lived in trinidad my mother um, my grandfather is actually the one from Trinidad, PT Valley. And um my mom was born in New York. But she 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 her food is heavily influenced by Trinidad influence. But my stepdad, he is from the countryside, like running around the streets like barefoot, like small hut house. He he made it out of that into like Brooklyn, and then him and my mom got together, and then he was actually Vegetarian. He was the first vegetarian I ever seen in my life, and my mother was making a lot of the. She was making a lot of the tofu for him, like flavored with like the sauces and the curries and all of that. But he was the one that was like whipping up the rotis. Like he's super nice with the roti. What was your first experience having jerk, and like what were you thinking when when you got into the vibe with jerk? My first experience with jerk. Damn, that's tough. I want to say my first experience with jerk chicken, it has to be like getting jerk jerk chicken from like a hood restaurant, like a Jamaican restaurant or something like that, like 145th in Amsterdam. I want to say I want to credit that. Like we had a jerk, we had a um, we had a restaurant I used to go to get the Jamaican food on on 145th in Amsterdam. One time I seen Anthony Hamilton sitting out there with the with the feets out while I was going to school.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you could always you could always tell too. Like you could you could suss out who's got the best jerk and who's and whose food is hitting just by the smell, by the amount of smoke, also by the amount of people that are outside. You know, if, you, if they don't have a if they don't have a line outside, you know, waiting outside that barrel drum, man, you might as well keep it pushing because yeah. that means that means their flavors ain't right, their season is not right, they might not have the right smoke. They you know it's if
2: they you know, ain't got there's a, a lot of layers.
1: If they ain't got a cue, man, they ain't making it do what it do, man. That's that's big fact. That's big factory.
2: And then you was just in Jamaica, so like like having that jerk chicken from 145th in Amsterdam versus experience, experiencing it in Jamaica. What, what what were like the vibes like based on the flavors, but also just being
3: in the environment uh, in the motherland of the of the dish? Yo, huge difference because like you got like really good jerk spots in New York, but then if you go into like Jamaica and you get that that jerk chicken. You get the the like the jerk man on the side of the road chicken, like that barrel been smoking all day every day, same barrel, same ingredients for years. Like like when the makers and the and the origins, like they they got the recipes down pat. Man, I ate, I went to the local spot every day. Honor thy neighbor. There's a lot of respect that goes behind
1: the person cooking that jerk chicken as well, man. You know, like the person manning that grill. That's the big OG. That's the big homie. It's like whoever's behind that grill. Like whoever's man in that that barrel grill. Trust me, he got stories to tell them. He got skills. He got stories, he got skills to pay the bills. On that grill. You feel me? And he's definitely sweet-talking somebody, whoever's next to them. They, he always got somebody keeping him company, he, he or she. And he
2: definitely got open-toe sandals on. Definitely, man. he got open-toe sandals, an A-frame tee. With the socks on. The air, with socks. Air with, with, air a Guinness, air, with a Guinness in hand. Air Moses or a Red
1: Stripe. Uh-huh. And his eyes is dumb red from the smoke <laughs> and the ganja. Yeah, he smell, yeah he, smell, he smell like
0: smoke. But that's one thing that you'll always see at the jerk. Like a a good jerk spot, man, they gotta have the barrel drum, gotta have smoke, gotta have a line, and homie gotta be, or whoever's there next to it, gotta be chopping it
1: down on a on a wood block.
0: Fast. And they
2: gotta have swine in addition to the chick. They, they got they gotta yeah. have
1: that big butcher's block that got a, that gas con Yeah, because they've been chopping so that's much. That's like that's yep, like yep. That's, that got a dip in it. Cause you've <laughs> been chopping so much. Even your hatchet got a little dip. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? Got a little dip in it just so it could get into the into the concave of the butcher's break block, through so, the bones. so your blade is like this, so you could get in there, bang, right. and you could go through them bones in the breast. It's and not the, the leg prettiest.
0: It's not the prettiest cut the always with not. the with the jerk, but yeah. you know the the flavors are there.
1: What's the sauce like, Ferb? What's the sauce like? They got they, are they throwing the sauce on there out there?
3: They throwing the sauce on there, but it ain't even really too crazy. Like, cause I mm-hmm. had saucy, I had saucy jerk chicken where it was like kind of like a sweet barbecue sauce blend. Mm-hmm. But this one felt like it was, it was like really about the cooking style, mm-hmm. mainly about the charredness of the chicken. And like the um, like it was just like it wasn't even really about the sauce. It was about like the the flavors. What spices you think you was tasting, like other than like, you know what I'm saying? All spice and you know, black pepper, like what flavors was you tasting? Funny thing is, I don't think I was I was tasting any barbecue sauce. Like, so they didn't use like a barbecue sauce or a ketchup or or tomato sauce as a base. It's like none of that. Like Mm -hmm. they I think it was like I was definitely tasting some sweet. I was tasting a lot of spice. I was Mm -hmm. tasting like some um like what's the uh the green like dry leaves that they kind of crunch up? Like thyme. Oregano and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oregano, like that type mm-hmm. of vibe. It was really like it was like a holistic like type yeah. vibe. And like, that smokiness. And really, smokiness. Like that was mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that was the uh because they I was looking at what they was cooking on and they had like a stone grill. Like it was a basically like a big concrete grill with just a one hole in the middle and it looked like they had it for years like am I, and i was talking to the chef too cuz he looked fairly young he he was about 30 33 years old and he said um the recipe was passed on um from his parents but he was just and he's a he was a chef as well he owned his own business and he was cooking all of the food and serving everybody at the same like same time but it was like two workers in the back that was like whipping up the chicken and i guess it tastes like they might have marinated the chicken overnight because they were just they kept bringing chickens out, like half chickens, whole chickens, and just busting the chickens down. And I just kept seeing them like lift the chicken up, check it. he knew it wasn't done like, like it was just it was an amazing experience. Yeah,
2: right.
0: and, and you can't have jerk, and you can't have jerk without without certain things, right? So when you think about jerk, there's always certain spices, there's layers, there's layers of flavor to the jerk, but there's always, in order for it to be jerk, it always, always, always has to be allspice or pimento somewhere, whether it's in the in the spice rub itself, but traditionally it's always uh, pimento wood that's that is cooked over, smoked over over a particular uh, allspice, which is like the allspice
1: tree, fermented right? pimento seeds. Yo, Fur, we really appreciate the time that you gave us today, man. This is this is awesome, man, and, and like the the relationship that we have for the past decade. You know, what I mean, I cherish it, man. I respect your mind, your movements. You know, your, the the your, your, the way you embody in this self love. It is knowledge yourself, and just keep putting out these bangers. Just please keep doing it for the town, man. And you know, Gigi got love for you all day, every day. You
3: heard, shit, me. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all my brothers, for real. I love to, to see everything y'all have done, all of the projects, see where y'all take um, the food, the narrative of food. Food is a weapon, and, you know, what y'all doing for black people, what y'all doing for us. You know what I'm saying? It's just astronomical. It's gastronomical. You already know what it is.
1: So we about to turn up the heat. Come pull up with us to the Ghetto Gastro Kitchen. One time for the bad man, one time
0: for the road man twerking jerk, big vibes, spicy things, layer of the flavors, a lot of habanero, scotch bonnet, where we do sugar, allspice,
1: cinnamon. You know, it's like, this is a three, this is like a two and a half day process. So so the one, I, it's the one and the two. It's the one and the two. So I do a, a, a brine, I brine the chicken originally with citrus, sugar, vinegar. Next day, take it out of the brine and then I hit it with the wet jerk. Which is the garlic, the onion, the peppers, the sofrito, the, uh, the herbs, the thyme, the, man, the lemon thyme, the lemongra- lemongrass is in the brine, you know what I mean? And that's day two, and they, day three we hit it with the dry. And we, once we hit it with the dry, we have it fully covered with the dry, we let that, we let that rock out for like about you know six to eight hours.
2: What's in the dry?
1: Um, black peppercorns, coriander seeds, allspice, little nutmeg, dried thyme, dried oregano, sugar, uh, miso. We got a little bit of vinegar in there. We got some molasses in there for that color. We have a uh, fresh zest of lemon in there. And we like and we like to use that muscovado sugar because it has a more richness and earthiness to it. You know what I mean? Not your typical cane sugar. This has more depth, more complexity to it. And we like to play with the complexities and layering these flavors to this, to this twerking jerk. And uh, you know, had the vibes right, had the tunes playing. You know, have a little Buju, have a little Sizzler playing. You feel what I'm saying? Have a little Bounty Killer in the back for the vibes so you could get some some twerk for the jerk, man. A little good? Little Shauncia. Little Spice, make it nice. When you cut into that twerking jerk, when you cut into that jerk, you want to see that smoke line you want to see that night that nice little pink ring, that little black and pink smoke ring around the chicken from the hours of smoking that chicken in a cold smoker you know you want to feel the vibrations you want to like feel the OGs telling their war stories you want to feel the the, the mothers you know talking about how many of their children and grandchildren, they fed these dishes with some porridge and some, and you know what I'm saying, some plantain and some festivals and some dumpling and some... Some ackee and Some aki and saltfish and some... Some vegetable. You know, some vegetable, cabbage and the, and the rice and peas. Cabbage <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> <the> and cucumber. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The Chowder power. Word. You know what I mean? Like, you want to you wanna taste you years. want you want to taste St. Anne's in your mouth. You know what I'm saying. You want to Portland. taste. You want to taste Portland. You want to taste Port-maul, Kingston. More, more. That's a
0: wrap on today's episode. You already know twerking jerk from yard. We go hard. Big up to all the West Indies. Big up to Jamaica. Big up to everybody.
2: Man, make it pop, man. Knowledge yourself, man. Each one teach one. Food for thought. You do the
3: dishes.